Welcome to the Executive Suite, a podcast by the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan. My name is Julia Bergstrom. I'm the senior editor of Topics, our monthly magazine diving deep into the business world here. Each month, I sit down with a leading figure in the community to discuss management and gain insights that can help all of us in our careers. For this episode, I'm really excited to introduce Abby Xie, Managing Director of Ogilvy Group Taiwan. Since joining Ogilvy PR in 1991, Abby has worked at every level of the organization for clients like BMW, Samsung, Coca-Cola, Lamborghini, Adidas, Foxconn, and Eli Lilly. She's responsible for her clients' brand positioning, strategy development, and execution management. Abby is passionate about inspiring and helping others, as proven by her more than 170 appearances as an event keynote speaker and her work as a motor for women in business and young professionals mentorship programs. She also published a book about management philosophy and her own career journey, and now she's here to share her story with us. Welcome. I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you, Julia. I'm very excited to be here too. Since 1991 at Ogilvy, and you started your career at Ogilvy as an intern, right? Did you ever yes. envision that one day you would run the company's Taiwan branch? Was that something you had in mind when you started out? I never thought that I would become the managing director of Ogilvy and Mather. In fact, the reason why I decided to go abroad is because I hit my ceiling. I remember five years ago, today, Weekly Magazine took an interview with me for my career story. Article said the purpose for Abby Shea to work is to challenge herself and keep learning, not win a job title. Guess what? They are definitely right. For example, if you are an account executive for now, you should be thinking to learn the skill of becoming a senior account executive. Then you will be ready to get the positioning when the opportunity comes naturally. So always focus on how to upgrade your capability. You will get what you want in your current company or next new company. And what kind of changes have you seen in Ogilvy since you first started working at the company? Uh, we know change is the only thing that won't change. In past 30 years, we have encountered a lot of challenges as new technology or consumer demand. I'm grateful we have strongest network in the world to work together with one consistent goal, which is to make brand matters. We are happy to say we are the best creative network and won the world recognition. To consistently deliver the effective results, contribute to clients' business performance, and to build strong brand for our clients. This is our mission, and this is something we'll never change. Wow. And I think that's something I've given up on my own PR career a long time ago, but I did uh, study some of it at university, and I remember reading the Ogilvy book on PR. He was our idol. And before you started, you studied for a master's in international management at the University of Reading. In the UK, yes. In the UK, yeah. exactly. My dream country. But how much of an influence do you think studying abroad had on your career? And what are some things that you learned from that experience that you still use today? Yes, I start my career at Ogilvy as an intern and become a formal employee right after I graduated from university. 
And then I become the account director of my 29 years old. At the time, I led a team of five people and worked quite independently. Everything seems going very well. However, I was kind of feeling quite uncomfortable and start to feel my ability is not enough. So I decided to take a gap year and went to UK to study for a master's degree. During the time, I met so many new friends to learn from different cultures and living a style as well. In school, I learned the new management skill and strategic thinking of the business management, how to think and behave like a CEO. And most importantly, I travel a lot to enjoy the moment of life as well as learn how to relax. We Taiwanese people usually work too hard sometimes, and you know it's not healthy for sure. These are three things I draw on in my daily work and life. Afterward, I was promoted to general manager when I was uh, 37 years old as the youngest leader to win this title in our company wow. and soon become managing director. My advice to young people is to keep investing in yourself and you will get best ROI no matter in life or career. You are what you learned. That's really nice. You are what you learned. And I guess learning about all these different cultures must help when you work with international brands. Yeah, definitely. Because they come from different countries with their own cultures, but also company cultures, right? Yes, yes. Because most of the clients, they are international yeah. brands. So I think it's very good for me to really be there mm-hmm. and to feel the atmosphere and where they come from. And at least I have something to talk to them. Oh, very nice. Now, I mean, that's an amazing accomplishment to be the youngest to be promoted to that position. At a time. That's incredible. Did you have any mentors or mentor figures at the early stages of your career that kind of helped you get there? And what lessons did they teach you about doing business or management that you still use today? Yes, I have been so lucky to meet a lot of mentors, coaches, and great leaders in my career. Someone told me how to lead a team. Someone told me how to win business. And someone told me how to develop a good business strategy. I still remember one advice I got from the regional consultant. I remember her name is Indy. At the time, I was new to account director role. I was quite panicked and very harsh to my team member because I cared about uh, my business target so badly. I was so afraid to fail. So I remember when I holding review meeting with my team to discuss why we lost one very important pitch. One of my teammates cried quite loudly wow. after the meeting right away. Indy had noticed that and went to me by saying, you have to be careful. There's one advice I want to give you. Be hard to your business and be soft to your people. Mm. People is our equity she told me, and it's always value. And this is the most important thing for me to keep in mind until now. The other one is my client, Mr. Ryan Shen, who is the CEO of the Daya Wire and Cable Company located in Tainan. We have been helping them, the 67 years old company, to do the business transformation for years. My observation for Mr. Ryan Shen is when he has to make the difficult decisions. He always go back to check his value system and ask for the purpose. 
whether it fit the company vision or not. And this has also reminded me not to forget who we are and where we came from. That's very good advice. These days, what's your approach to management and managing people? Is there a certain philosophy that you follow in leading a team? Uh, you just mentioned our founder, David Ogilvy, mm-hmm. right? Actually, he said a lot of good things and advice for a young talent to follow. Mm-hmm. He has a very famous managing philosophy, so-called Russian door management philosophy. He said that if we hire people who are bigger than we are, we will become a company of giants. So mm-hmm. when I interview people and coach my staff, I hope they can grow stronger than me. So in the future, they can make Ogilvy an even greater company, no matter I am with them or not. Wow, I like that. Russian doll management. Right, right, right. And you and Ogilvy have had some extremely creative brand strategies and campaigns. Do you have a favorite one? Um, a lot. Even yeah. I say Daya, we developed a campaign so-called The Power of Stability. Mm. Uh, make this traditional company become an energy company. Actually, the CEO has a vision, mm-hmm. but our communication just helped them to communicate to the public and stakeholders. And the other case is PS Mart. Oh. If you all know that, that's a famous word from Ogilvy Advertising, right? That's very traditional and conservative uh, convenience store channel. And they become the most popular and the biggest retail brand mm. in Taiwan. Mm. Um, they have been doing this for 15 years already. Oh, wow. Right. So they make a lot of money and win a lot of a good name mm. for the PS Mart. This all credit goes to client as well as our team in the advertising. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know you guys were behind the PX Mart one. Yes, mm. from the first day. And now if we go back to the Russian doll management style and, you know, hiring the right people. I found an interesting quote by you saying that we must learn from the young in terms of technology and skills. And that's something you also mentioned, development of technology is something that's really changed Ogilvy. But in terms of strategy, we need to obtain and withhold. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, could you expand on that a little bit? What does that mean uh, to you? Right. When we say the brand strategy most likely is why the brand exists in the world. The kind of strategy development required senior people to make the plan. Mm. It's not something we do it today and change it tomorrow. But technology is different. We had it like social media platform, Facebook, remember, which are popular 10 years ago. And now it's like a so-called grandma brand already. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, the young people love IG, TikToks, Spotify better. And don't mention that we are talking um, the AI and chat GTP mm-hmm. quite often recently. People are crazy about latest technology now. So younger generation tend to use the new social tools and platforms because they were naturally born in this digital environment. And they are the key channel for most of the consumer to receive the information for now. Therefore, we senior people have to <laughs> count on younger generation, younger talents to design what is the most effective campaign and channels to deliver the brand message. Young people is also my teacher too. We should appreciate each other and work closely to make sure we will come out the great work that impact the world for our clients. Mm. 
Definitely. Have you chatted with ChatGPT? Yes, of course. <laughs> We have the homework. Okay, <laughs> everybody has to submit an idea because they will influence our the way we are working. Mm. Definitely. Not tomorrow, today. Did you get any good ideas from the AI? Or um, actually, I tried mm -hmm. one time to pick my clients' product information mm. and to see how they can write a proper news release. Yeah, and it was quite nice. Oh wow, <laughs> not bad. Yeah. So I have to upgrade my, you know, my brand. Yeah. So we have to create higher value. Yeah, yeah for people. <laughs> But it does save time in that way. Like the easy work is usually not so stimulating, right? It's so you can leave that to the chat GPT and then you can get to the really stimulating, interesting work. I still believe if the simple news release, the chat GTP can do a good job. Mm -hmm. But if you come to idea or you want to um, raise an issue, important issue like ESG, yeah. something like will impact the world or people's life, and the chat GTP definitely have no idea. No. It still have to count out the human because we are naturally care about the environment. The GTP, they don't care about environment, right? So this is something we have to work and use the, the tool mm. instead of we are afraid of them. We yeah. have to know and use them better mm. and see how I can uh, take advantage of it mm -hmm. and make our work greater. Definitely. I think that's a very important way to work with technology and not be afraid of it. And Ogilvy is a very fast-paced environment, right? It's a mm. lot of hard work. So what motivates you at work and how do you work to motivate others? In fact, everyone's motivation to work is so different because people have different ambitions. I am very interested in this subject for myself. I know my motivation comes from the need to keep learning. I like working in creative environment. At the same time, I love working with people. Doing what is good for others is the purpose for my work. So they are the reason that I can work at Ogilvy for 30 years. And I still enjoy it very much. However, I think everyone's work motivation is different. So we care about each staff growth plan and help them to achieve it. In Ogilvy, we do career conversation with every staff every half year. We spend time to sit down with them and chat by asking why they do the work. What is the meaning for, for their work? And are they happy? And how can we create a better environment and happier environment for them? When I care about what they care about, their motivation is activated. Do you feel like these chats and this type of work helps you retain the talent and keep the talent within the company? I don't know. You have to ask them. <laughs> I try my best mm, because I, I like to become a coach. Mm. Actually, I got a certificate. Oh, really? Yeah, because I like to listen to people oh, cool. and know new people and try to understand what is their motivation and successful factor in their life. What's important to them? Okay. And if possible, I really like to help them. Oh, nice. Right? For those of us who are more at the beginning stage of our career, what advice would you like to give to young professionals in general, but specifically young professionals that are looking for a successful career in your industry? Right. Uh, um, people know me. I'm a, I always have three points to say because mm -hmm. make sure myself would too lousy, you know. So I have three suggestions for young people. First of all, be curious all the time. Just like five years old children always ask why, 
as long as you try to ask why and get the real answers for the things you are interested in, you will get to know them better. Gradually, it will be easier for you to find the right insight of consumers and come out fresh solutions. Secondly, you will need a lot of travel and reading. Through travel and reading, you can experience new things and meet new people who are different from you. The knowledge and experience will make you think out of box. Thirdly, keep learning in your life and get out of your comfort zone. Mm. The world is changing very fast. The marketing technology and techniques are also changing every day. So be sure to keep learning from your clients, colleagues, leaders, and even take further study online study or take EMBA if necessary. Only by constantly improving ourselves so we can contribute to the client team, company, and the world. Constantly learn, constantly be curious, and then travel and read. I like those. Play. Play. (laughs) Okay, very good. I like those. I like that advice. It's, It's very good. And if people want to read more, they can also read your book, right? Thank you. Because you wrote a book on management philosophy after 15 years as a CEO. Was it something about that milestone that made you want to write about your experience? Or what made you want to write that book? Right. Uh, when I first started working, you know, the salary was really not much. After I paid the rent and meals, I almost had no money to go to bar or KTV. <laughs> So I often went to the 24 hours bookstore on the Zhengai Road. It already not there. The old elite bookstore to read books after I get off work. Apparently, it cost me nothing unless I bought books, right? Mm. I think everybody would agree with me. Elite bookstore is the most beautiful bookstore in Taiwan or even in the world. So when I was looking at a beautiful display for all beautiful books, I told to myself, one day I must have a book of my own on the shelf to share what I learned. So at the age of 30, I wrote down my 10 wishes before I died and I put the wishes of publisher book into it. I was very happy that I finally wrote this book now as I am a more mature and experienced leader, especially I have been overcoming so many difficulty, pressure and suffering in my career. Therefore, I can really write something useful to our readers mm. and young people. This book has been published three years ago. I still get a few good feedback sometimes to thank me for my useful advice. I am very grateful for those nice encouragement. That's really nice. I should also do that. Ten things that you must do before you die. Are there any highlights from the book you can share with us? Actually, I also write down my, um, I don't know how to say, Ming. Oh, on your tombstone. Tombstone, right. Mm. I also write down the, I want people to remember. Wow. Yes, for my last chapter. And this is a vision for me. I want people to remember me like that. So this is nothing I can do, just work harder Mm. and harder Mm. to achieve the goal. I want to become honest and sincere people, no matter I am here or I am a mother or I am a daughter. Mm. I want to be consistently. That's a really good goal. 
and I guess it's a good reminder when you're thinking about, okay, what do I want on my tombstone? Then I have to act that way for yes. people to want to say that about me. Yes. And uh, don't check with me now. I am not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still far work, away. I still work very hard. Far away, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now as a more seasoned and experienced a professional in PR and marketing industry, is there any advice that you could give companies in general that want to strengthen their brand? Right. Um, first, to understand and ask why for your brand. Mm. The kind of impact that your brand will do, the consumer and the world. We all know world-known brand story like Apple. Apple's brand positioning is innovative thinking. Mm. And its goal is to bring consumer and excellent user experience. In order to achieve this goal, Apple has designed a simple and user-friendly product appearance, a humanized user interface. And finally, only that did a specific product be launched. So they create a thing different slogan to inspire people. What consumers buy is not only Apple products, but the brand concept and inspirational of Apple values. So the second thing is to make good use of ability of creativity and technology to make effective and creative communication with consumers and stakeholders. There will be something your target audience will really fall in love with you and become loyal customer or influencer for your brand and company. Mm. The third thing is ESG SDGs, which matters for the earth, the human and the world. Every company will become ESG companies one day, eventually. We all have the responsibility to improve our world, to make it a better environment to live in. All brands must do things that are good for the planet. I think we have to protect it together. Therefore, this is a very essential key successful factor for brands to sustain and long last in the world. Definitely. I think it's easy to put the responsibility on the consumer and say you have to consume responsibly, but Agree. we can't get there without all companies yes. working together with government. Yeah. In the future, the ESG will be the business barrier mm. as well. So if you want to become a profitable business, mm. this definitely there will be a barrier for you to overcome for now. Definitely. You have set some very clear boundaries, I know, in your work life. You're a very hard worker, and I've seen in a different interview you saying that 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. is your family time, right? Before or after, you're reachable, and you need to focus on your family as well, and you're quite strict about not being contacted during that period. Is this something that you could do after becoming a managing director, or have you always had these boundaries? And do you think that other people, young people who are not in that position of power, is it possible for them to also set those boundaries? Right. I think there are only annoying bosses and there <laughs> should be no annoying employees. So most employees should hope they can enjoy their personal life, you know, without being disturbed by their bosses mm. after getting off work or on holiday. So therefore, all bosses should have self-control and try not to disturb employees during off-duty hours unless something happens in urgent situation. So I told my colleagues, I have different roles in my life, like everybody. 
I am an employee in company. I am a mother at home. I am my mother's daughters. So I have to take care of different roles in the same time. That means I am your boss in the daytime and I am the mother of my kid afterwards. They were told they can book my time to discuss the words before 7 p.m. and after 10 p.m. Mm. I will be there for them. That's how we support each other on a daily basis. When it comes to a client crisis, this will be another story, yeah. right? But as long as it's not urgency, they can be well managed in advance, especially for meetings. The meetings should be held effectively, not to waste too much time. Mm. I also notice people tend to waste time on social media by reading friends' posts. And most of the time, they are not essential to their work. Mm. If you do so as a result, definitely you will have to work over time. It's totally not necessary. As far as I know, a lot of successful leaders, they all wake up at 5 or 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. to best use their time, like replying emails, answering the employees' questions so they can get their work done as early as possible. Everybody should definitely uh, have a healthy lifestyle and you can design your own if you believe it and mm. start working on that. I think waking up early is not my thing, but maybe I can put a time limit on my Instagram after this. <laughs> so it's good advice. So during those hours and, you know, on the weekends and any spare time, what is it you like to do to relax and recharge? I think that what I do for relaxing is quite similar to everybody else, such as reading, going to movie, work out in a gym. Mm-hmm. But the new thing I even tried recently is I took a street dance class, wow. like K-pop dance, with a few of good girlfriends. This is so crazy and fun for me. I feel the new energy moving around my body, you know. Mm. Now, every Sunday morning, I really look forward to the dance class. And the other thing I dare to try is I participate in a giant cycling event for oh. three days. And went to the right Nanheng Gonglu last November. It was quite a huge change to me, and I am very happy I met it. Yeah. I would take another long ride plan this year. I think it's very cool to challenge something I never done before. Wish me good luck. Yeah, good luck. Wow. Did you practice a lot beforehand? I have, yeah, because that's definitely not easy, you know, and especially my body is lacking of uh, strength, mm-hmm. so it has to be worked very hard. Yeah. So my coach trained me very um, oh, nice. badly, <laughs> <laughs> badly because always, you know, when you are so tired, yeah. right, you have no nothing. You just sit down and mm. you don't want to do anything. Of course, yeah. All right, we are running out of time. But it's been so lovely and inspiring to have you here. I do have one final question that's related very much to what the executive suite is all about and also what you are all about. Because we're the executive suite and we at Amcham love anything that's sweet, really. I would like to ask you a dessert-related question, which is if you had to pick a dessert to manage the marketing and PR for what dessert would you choose and what would the tagline for that dessert be? Definitely chocolate right. because I love chocolate. And recently we just done a quite a creative campaign for one of my clients called mm. Konas. Actually, I bring the product here. Wow. And 
they are uh, found by a couple. Mm. Uh, they locate in uh, Nanto Castle. And the reason they found this brand is because their daughter loved chocolate and the mother cannot find a qualified chocolate in the market. Mm. So they decide to create their own products and brands. And the good thing is they have innovation on the chocolate. You can see this chocolate is made by uh, strawberry. Oh, wow. But it's so thin. Yeah. They have the pattern mm -hmm. to protect this skill. This is not easy, definitely not easy. Mm. It looks very beautiful. They won a lot of uh, international chocolate competition award. Oh, right. Really? Very local and go global. Yeah. The hero of Taiwan. Wow, that's very cool. You know, I love chocolate too, but my mom never started a chocolate brand for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send her this podcast. Maybe she'll get an idea. Great idea. <laughs> well, we always ask a dessert-related question. And our last guest was Eric Ramp from Edwards Life Sciences. And I asked him what kind of dessert he likes to cool down on a hot summer day because he lives in Taiwan, but he's also from Southern California. And he said uh, mango bean. Ah, uh, yeah, I heard the, yes. I heard the show. And usually we give the dessert of the last guest to the next guest, but it's not quite mango season yet. And we've been sitting here for an hour, so it was very difficult to put an ice cream <laughs> in here. Okay. So I did the next best thing and I brought you some dried mango. And then perhaps uh, one day we can go out for some mango bing and we can talk more about PR and management. Yeah, so thank it's a little, very small token of... I love mango of, as well. Yeah, nice. Great, great. thank you. Small token of later. appreciation. <laughs> right. Thank you so much right. for coming on. I want to add one of the last but not the least things. I was very much encouraged by the Miss Michelle Yang, who just won the Oscar Award for oh, yeah. the Best Actress mm. when she reached the age of 60. She has been working out the best of herself for over 40 years to won this amazing award. She said in a ceremony to the public, and I was really touched and inspired. She said, for all the little boys and girls who look like me watching mm. tonight, this is a beacon of hope and possibility. And she continued to say, she would encourage all ladies, don't let anybody ever tell you you are past your primean. Never give up. She is my new model for now, and hopefully we can become a better ourselves um, step by step, day by day. So thank you, Julia, for spending time with me. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. So it was really nice having you here. Thank you so much. This was the Executive Suite, an audio version of what we cover each month in topics from the American Chamber of Commerce in Taiwan. We are now in print, online, and wherever good podcasts are found. In this feed, we will also be bringing you monthly updates on the major domestic and international beats moving Taiwan. This program was created with help from Ghost Island Media, Taiwan's leading podcast label. Make sure you check out their other shows. I'm Julia Bergstrom, and I'll see you next month. <laughs>